and welcome to the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I am your online Agile coach. This podcast is designed to help you understand all things Agile, help you land your dream job, and help you succeed in your role as a Scrum Master. So if you're an aspiring Scrum Master or you're relatively new to the concept of Agile, then this podcast is what you want to be keeping up with, all right? Because we are going to take you to that next level. All right, guys, so let's get started. In today's episode, I'd like to share three tips for new Scrum Masters to be successful in this new role. Now, it's very important for you as you begin to think about a new career path and as you choose Scrum Master as your new role to really pay attention to these three tips I'm about to share with you because these three tips are guaranteed to transform your life where you're not only able to secure yourself a job, but also be successful in that job. Now, the very first tip I'd like to share with you is this. You have to be really knowledgeable to be successful in the Scrum Master role. And when I say be knowledgeable, I'm not just talking about you getting certified where you go through a two-day class. You need to go beyond that. There are too many Scrum Masters in the streets right now that don't have a clue. And I'm sorry to say that this new set of Scrum Masters are really contributing to the failures that many organizations are experiencing because these organizations look up to you as that person, as that individual that is going to really help your teams and help the organizations be successful. But when you yourself don't even have a clue, then how can you lead a pack? How can you support a team? How can you support an organization? How can you help them to be truly agile when you yourself are yet to be agile? You're yet to change your mindset. You're yet to transform the way you work. You're yet to change a lot of things about yourself. You barely know a thing. How then can you help somebody else? And it's not like it's impossible for you not to know. You just have to take the time to know. You have to be a continuous learner. You have to be that individual who goes beyond the box of just being certified to being that person who is always taking the time to learn new things, learn new ways, and change your mindset towards being truly agile. You have to be knowledgeable. You have to learn the frameworks. You have to know the practices that exist in the agile space. It's so frustrating as a coach when I go into an organization and I see that even teams don't even have the basic knowledge. And yet they have a scrum master that has been in that role for over a year. So at the end of the day, what have you been teaching your team? What have you been coaching your team? How have you been showing up on a day-to-day basis? And I get it. You know, the Scrum Master role is so fascinating and it's so, it's so interesting that many people want to be in this role. And I really encourage and support many people to be in this role if they want to be. But then you have to be able to do your own part to be successful because it's one thing for you to get a job. It's another thing for you to keep that job. Now, you might be able to get through the whole interview phase where the person who is even interviewing you has little to no clue about, you know, the agile practices and agile in itself. And so you go through that interview, but by the time you show up every day, if you are not knowledgeable, it would show up. And that's the reality. It will show up. I think we need to stand together as a community and really begin to talk to one another and help one another to really be successful. And for you to be successful, you have to know, you have to be knowledgeable. What do you know about agile? How much do you know about Agile? You know, beyond your certification, what are you doing every day to enhance your knowledge? You know, we have so many podcasts out there. My podcast is one way for you to increase your knowledge base. We have so many YouTube channels out there. 
Find the one that suits you and listen to it every day or every other day. Develop yourself. It's important. If you want to be successful in this role, you have to be that person who is always yearning to learn. You have to be that person who is always looking for resources to better yourself and better your mindset. It's super important. There are too many scrum masters out there who don't have a clue. And please do not add to that database, right? We need to do our job as agile practitioners to help one another, to uplift one another so that we can be exceptional in our role. So my advice to you today is, as you have desires to become a Scrum Master, for you to be successful, you truly need to be knowledgeable. You need to have a clue. Stop practicing the framework the right way. Read the Scrum Guide, read the Agile Manifesto, and follow the Scrum Framework as closely as you can. Teach the team about the roles, the events, the artifacts of Scrum, and this is for people who are currently in that role. When you see things that violate the Scrum framework, call it out to the team and ask them what they think. Explain the variance between what you observed and what the Scrum Guide calls out for. You know, ask the team how you can help them close the gap. Don't just be that person who joins a team today and because the team is working in a certain way, you let them work a certain way, even when you truly know that this is the wrong approach right? There are too many organizations out there who are trying to figure it out and we get it. But as Scrum Masters, as an Agile practitioner, your own job is to help that team walk in the right path so that they can really realize the benefits of working in this fashion and walking in this way. And you can only do that if you're truly knowledgeable, if you yourself have a clue. So get knowledge and in all you're getting, get wisdom, begin to apply what you know in your day-to-day life. And if you are already in a Scrum Master role and you're new at it, then always practice, practice, practice. Never stop practicing and never stop learning. Your two-day certification is not the best thing that will happen to you. You have to keep learning. And that's why even other people who go through a two-day certification take it further by getting themselves a coach who can help them have a deeper meaning and understanding of the concepts of Agile and Scrum. So you should not be left out. Make sure that beyond your two-day certification, you get yourself a coach. Beyond getting yourself a coach, you have to immerse yourself in learning. You have to be a continuous learner. You have to be dedicated to your career if you really want to be successful, right? Now, besides learning the framework, it's also important for you to learn the underlying reasons behind what you are doing. Why are you doing what you are doing? Many Scrum Masters today don't know the reasons behind a lot of things. If I ask you right now, why do you even run a daily Scrum? Why do we have a sprint review? Why should we even have a sprint retrospective? Can you confidently answer that question? Or do you just say, oh, we do that because the Scrum Guide says so? You need to understand the why behind every practice. Why are we suggesting that this should be done? Why are we suggesting another thing should be done? Find the why. Seek to understand the why behind everything you do with your team. Because as you progress, you're going to come across situations where you or someone from your team will question what you're doing. And when your team comes across to you and says, hey, why are we doing this? Why should we do this? Should we, should we always have to refine every, every week? Or should we always have to attend the sprint retrospective? I don't even have time. I have so much work to do. Why should I be in the sprint retrospective? Do you have an answer to give to that person? Or are you just going to say, oh, we're doing sprint retrospective because the Scrum Guide says so? 
No, you need to go beyond that. Understand the why. Why are we doing these things? Because remember that your team members are intelligent people. So if you, the Scrum Master, ain't intelligent, how do you now want to influence other people? Remember the people are watching. So even though you have the title of a Scrum Master, if you don't act the path, then nobody's going to respect you. And then you're just going to be another figure in the team. And before you know it, your team members will call you out and you might lose your job. So you have to really be a self-learner. And be that person who understands the why, the why behind everything, the reason why we're going this way. You need to also understand where your organization is going to. Why do they want to be agile? What benefit are they hoping to realize by taking this direction and taking this step? You need to know all of this thing so you can coach your team and coach your organization at large. Now, the second tip to becoming really successful in this new role of yours as a scrum master is really for you to be confident. Like, it doesn't matter what you know. If you're not able to communicate what you know, if you're not able to share what you know, if you're not able to take actions on what you know, then what you know doesn't really matter. And you need confidence. You need self-confidence maybe to do that. How are you showing up every day? How are you showing up to work? Because remember that in your role, you don't have any authority. The team members don't report to you. So if you're not confident in yourself, if you're not confident in your ability and what you know, how are you going to be able to influence other people to do a certain thing? How are you going to be able to convince other people to go in a certain direction? You need confidence. Confidence in the way you speak. Confidence in the way you show up. Confidence in what you know. Confidence in how you approach your team and members of your organization. Now, there's a clear difference between being confident and being rude or being arrogant or showcasing command and control. There is a clear difference, okay? So don't be somebody who is commanding and controlling your team because you're not in the position to do that. Don't be somebody who is arrogant. That is wrong. But you can be confident and show up as someone who knows exactly what they are doing, who understands why we need to do this because they understand the benefit of taking that certain action. You have to show up as a confident person. So personally, if you're someone who's very reserved, you don't like to talk, please begin to learn it because you're gonna need lots of it in this role. This role is the type of role where you're gonna spend a lot of time facilitating. You're gonna spend a lot of time communicating. You're gonna spend a lot of time just interacting with people and you need confidence because it's going to show. When you're not confident, people are gonna think you don't know, right? When you're not confident, people are going to think that they can ride over you. When you're not confident, people are going to assume that you don't have a clue. And when you don't have a clue, then you cannot keep your job. Remember, the perception is real. Sometimes you might truly know. But if you're not able to convince your team or convince your organization that you truly know, then you're not going to keep you for long. So you really need to work on your confidence. So if you're one such individual where you feel like I don't really have confidence, then please begin to work on it. And one way for you to get started is actually knowledge. Because the more you know, knowledge gives you that confidence. It gives you that booster because you know what to say. You know what you're talking about. You know what to do at every point in time. And that will boost your confidence. But when you don't even have a clue or you're unsure, then it's much more difficult for you to be confident because you're not even sure of what you're saying. You're not sure whether this is the right direction for your team to take. And you need all of this in this role. So please, I am begging you for the new Scrum Masters out there who are looking to get into this career. I am begging you and, and I am advising you 
So you really need to work on your confidence in addition to knowledge. Now, the third tip I'd like to share with you in order for you to be successful in this role is for you to have intelligence. And when I say intelligence, I'm really talking about intelligence on how to interact with people, intelligence on how to speak, intelligence on when to speak, intelligence on even the tone that you use, how you use that tone, how you interact with your team, how you interact with, you know, the leaders in your organization. You have to have that intelligence because it's one thing for you to know. It's one thing for you to be confident. If you're not intelligent in how to interact with people, you still cannot be successful because the entire world is fueled with people. We interact with people every day. And if you don't know how to interact with people, then it will really be difficult for people to work with you. So you really need to have that intelligence, that emotional intelligence, that IQ to know what to say, when to say, how to say, and where to say things. Always watch your tone. I've come across many scrum masters who have lost their job just because they don't know how to speak. They come across as being rude. Sometimes they come across as being really timid. Sometimes they say the wrong things at the wrong time, or they just don't have that ability and that intelligence to put themselves together and come across as professional. So you really need to watch out for those things. It's extremely important. And while I don't want to speak about too many tips, I also want to talk about attitude, but I still want to put it on the intelligence because it's intelligence that will teach you how to act, right? Which falls under your attitude. You have to watch your attitude. You also have to watch your mindset because it's your mindset that makes you do certain things that sometimes might come across as you being crazy, right? So while I group that as intelligence, I also want you to pay attention to your mindset. If you're a scrum master, if you're an agile practitioner, what is the definition of agile? How should an agile practitioner be? How should an agile practitioner show up? What kind of mindset should I have? What kind of attitude should I have? How should I be thinking? How should I be talking? How should I be interacting with people? Because at the end of the day, it's all about people. It's all about people. We need people to get things done. We use people to get things done. At the end of the day, it's still people that are going to help you keep your job. It's still people. So if you don't have a good relationship with people, then how are you going to keep your job? Be friendly. Don't be involved in like office gossip. Mind your business at work. Have that intelligence to discern, to know when to speak, to know how to speak. Be very careful, okay? Be very careful of your environment. Be very careful of what you say. Respect one another, respect your colleagues, respect everything around you, respect the organization, respect your bosses, your leaders. It's really important. And this is some of the things I see really lacking in many new scrum masters. And they think that because they were able to get the job easily means that they can keep the job easily. No, it doesn't work that way. Knowledge will keep you. A great confidence will keep you. And when you have the right amount of intelligence and you're able to navigate yourself around people, then you will keep your job and you will be successful in this role as a scrum master. So I hope these three tips are things that you're going to take really seriously for those of you who are new to this role, whether you started this job six months ago, three months ago, just a few weeks ago, I need you to pay attention to those three tips because they'll help you keep your job. And if you're one of such individuals who is still looking for a job, I want you to still take those three tips very seriously because they'll even help you get a job and they'll ultimately help you keep a job. It's always a pleasure chatting with you every week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really needed to share this out because I was really sad 
a few weeks ago when a very great scrum master lost their job just because they lacked that emotional intelligence. And just recently, I was in a conversation when another manager was thinking of letting a scrum master go because the manager doesn't think that that scrum master is confident enough to do the job. And it's not even sure if the scrum master really knows what he or she is doing. And I felt really bad. I'm like, oh, I need to tell my community. I need to tell my people. These are the things people are looking out for. So you definitely want to pay attention to those three tips. I can't wait to catch you next week. While you are enjoying this episode, don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to share with your community. Don't forget to share on social media, please. Just share the link so that, you know, more people can be aware of this career path, more people can learn and more people can be successful on this role. Thank you so much. I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.